0: Hello, and welcome to the Purse Coach Podcast. I am Jess, and I am so happy that you are here. In this podcast, we are going to talk not only about money and finances, but also life, parenting, and mental health. I am a huge advocate of supporting women in their lives and also women in business. I think as women, we need to support and encourage each other to the highest degree. I'm so excited to talk about money with you all, but also talk about life in general. This podcast is going to dive deep and not just talk about the fluff. I am so excited to get started. So let's dive on in. I would love to talk to you today about our money mindset and how we could change that. Your money mindset is based around how you feel and how you think about money. More than likely, how you feel and think about money goes all the way back to your childhood. And depending on how you were raised and how much you were taught about money, if you were taught anything about money, how your parents dealt with money, your experiences with and around money, you know, were there fights in your home because of money? Did you grow up not having enough money or an overabundance of money? Were you given an allowance? Were you able to spend your money freely? Were there lots of restrictions around money? What was the feel of the thoughts of money in your household growing up? All of these things play into your money mindset. And sometimes our money, our mindset around money needs a little maneuvering, a little tweaking. We need to take that puzzle apart, throw some pieces away, and put some new pieces in and rebuild the puzzle. One way we can work on improving our money mindset is by setting goals with our money. This gives us something to work on and keeps us on track with our financing with our finances. Everyone needs to have goals. We all need to have dreams. Yes, even us middle-aged and older adults, we need to have something to work towards and keep us motivated, keep us moving forward, keep us seeking improvement and personal development. I know for myself, I'm always trying to improve myself and listen to... um. Life improvement and business podcasts, and um, not so much self help podcasts, but just empowerment type podcasts. And I'm always reading books, and most of those are business or financial or personal development type books lately, um, which I enjoy reading. And so we all want to continue to grow and improve ourselves when our money isn't quote unquote working for us, when we aren't sure what we are doing with our money, when we're in debt, when we aren't feeling secure with our finances, our mental health can suffer. So our mindset can tell us, our brains tell us we aren't good with money. It says we won't ever be good with money and we might as well give up right now. It don't even... Start trying to get on a a better financial path. You're not going to make it. This isn't going to work for you. It's self-sabotaging. And this is not what I want to happen. This is the opposite of what we are hoping to strive and what we're to, to accomplish and what we are hoping our mindset and wanting our mindset to be. So we need to continuously be challenging ourselves to improve. Money itself is not good or bad. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't make people good or bad. It's ju- it's paper. It's not money doesn't have feelings and emotions. but you can do good or bad things with money. We need to focus on the good we can do with money. We're given the opportunity to manage the money we are provided with that we earn. Our income, we are provided an opportunity to manage that and how we quote unquote spend it, how we manage that is in relation to our mindset, our money mindset. So we need to take on that responsibility and be responsible and giving with our money. Having debt itself is not morally wrong. With a debt, all it is is you made a decision to borrow money from someone, and now you just have to pay it back. That's it. So I don't want you to be embarrassed or shamed if you have debt even if you have a lot of it. Most Americans, I believe it's 72% of Americans have debt and they have a lot of it. So you're not alone if you have debt. But what we need to do is we need to work on shifting our money mindset around money and we wanna pay that debt off quickly. Being in debt is stressful. I had so much stress and feelings of overwhelm and I was exhausted when we were drowning in debt. Once I um, formed a budget, came up with a plan and set goals and had a vision and dreams for the future and what my financial future wanted, what I wanted my financial future to look like, I had less stress. My anxiety decreased. And once we paid off our six figures of debt, or $100,000 of consumer debt, that doesn't include our home. Once I paid that off, um, obviously, my stress and anxiety decreased tremendously. When I made the decision to learn about finances, budgeting, and money management, my mindset changed. I did a lot of personal work. I don't know that it was only because of Paying off that debt, just that number going from 100,000 to zero. Sure, that's going to feel good, but it was the work and the self discovery and that journey is what changed, helped change my money mindset. So, Again, I came up with a plan, a budget, um, and my money mindset changed. So our money mindset can change often. And hopefully you are educating yourself and investing in yourself and it's changing for the positive. The more we invest in ourselves, our personal development and our goals, the more our mindset shifts, again, hopefully for the better. Investing in yourself is the best investment there is. And it's so important that we are always looking for the future and looking into the future. You also want to live in the present moment. So I'm not diminishing that, but it's so important that we set goals and a vision and dreams. I know that for me, when I was in um, college and even in high school, I used to have those really deep conversations with uh, friends and family, and it was mainly about my future, but those deep and meaningful conversations. And I feel like when I got a little bit older, I had a couple babies by then I was married. I feel like those deep and meaningful conversations kind of went out the window. Like I didn't have them anymore. Um, I didn't have those late night wine dates that we uh, started talking real deep and about the future and what we wanted to accomplish and things we wanted to change. But I missed that. I remember telling my husband a few different times that I think, I know, I think, and I know that I am missing those deep and meaningful conversations with people. And of course, he was like, Yeah, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a guy. I'm not sure. But that. I I think it's so important that we continue to have dreams and visions for our future and for our lives, and that we are continuously trying to better ourselves and improve ourselves and our situation. And I think that by creating those um, dreams and visions for your future, whether or not that is those uh Visions are directly related to money. Money is going to play a part in them because money is in pretty much everything we do. Almost every single day, you are thinking and dealing with and talking about money. And not because you maybe want to, but because that is just our society. Everything costs money these days and a lot of money. And so when we don't have a clue what's going on with our money, then we can get into a really scary place with our money because we don't know what's going on. We don't know where our money is going. We aren't sure, we don't know how to plan ahead for things. So an emergency, whether it be a big expensive emergency or a smaller emergency that's maybe not as expensive, we haven't thought ahead that far. We haven't planned for that. And so any emergency, if you're not planning for it, will throw your whole life and finances into a downward spiral. So by planning ahead, at least in the money department, hopefully some of those emergencies aren't as big of a deal as, if, as it would be if you are financially stable, as it would be if you weren't financially stable or you don't have an emergency fund those emergencies are going to affect you a whole lot more and probably not in a good way. So we need to always be monitoring and our money and what is going on with it, where it is, and planning ahead for the future. And all of that correlates to our money mindset Because if we think of money negatively, then we are not going to most likely want to be dealing with our money. Money, again, it's not a negative or a positive thing. It's, It's a resource and we need to know how to use that resource and how to get that resource. I think that it also helps At least in my case, that the more giving I am with my money, the more, the better I feel. And that's not that I have to shout it from the rooftops and tell everybody that I'm being giving with my money, but it, it, I'm a naturally giving person. And so I think when I'm able to help somebody financially, it comes back to me tenfold. So I know that my money mindset had to change. I, didn't think of money necessarily. Well, I didn't think of money negatively, but I kind of had this, I have no idea what's going on. I don't really want to know. And I didn't know how to know. So once I kind of decided I wanted to know about money and budgeting and how to manage my money better, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know... What the next step step was, I didn't know where to start because it just seemed so overwhelming. And so I really want to encourage you that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. When you're new to budgeting and new to money management and kind of figuring this stuff out, just take it super slow. Make it simple. It's It doesn't need to be time consuming you can do a simple budget in a really short amount of time. And I would suggest just focusing 15 minutes at a time. Take 15 minutes to figure out all of your income, your monthly income, and that may not even take 15 minutes. And then if if you're kind of overwhelmed by that, or you're done with that, and you want to then try to figure out your monthly expenses, do that. But you don't my point is is it doesn't need to be super time consuming and overwhelming it will feel a little overwhelming in the beginning just because it's so new but it doesn't need to continue to be that way and it doesn't need to take a lot of time so then, um, what I suggest is once you have your monthly income and in, you know, kind of written out, then focus on your spending. What are you spending per month on all of the things? And that is where it gets a little bit overwhelming, but it really doesn't have to be. So um take a peek at your um uh, credit card transaction or uh, bank account transactions for the last month. Three months is ideal, but then one to three months and come up with an average for each category on what you're spending. And then that's your budget. And then you tweak it and you decrease your spending in areas that you notice you can do that. So for a lot of people, it's the eating out. It is uh, running multiple errands in different um, days or Back and forth from home to activities when we could just kind of stay in town and do something, or, you know, cutting back on all of those that running. It could also be a clothing, um, online shopping, things like that. A lot of times we can cut back on and we can either save that money into either a savings um, bucket or sinking fund for future expenses in the kind of near future. So, say, few months to a year to two years, or we can save that in our emergency fund, or we can put that money on debt if we have debt. And so it's really, really nice to have a a budget, know where your money is going, and have a plan for the future. And again, all of that correlates back to our money mindset and that we more than likely need to have a little bit, maybe a little bit of a tweaking and change in our money mindset. Again, taking that puzzle kind of apart and uh, removing some of the puzzle pieces, putting some new ones in and rebuilding that money mindset puzzle. It is so important to once again, um, have a budgeting buddy. That's what I call them. So someone that is your accountability partner, because you are going to want somebody who has been on this journey before and can support you and encourage you because things will get a little bit tricky. There is a balancing act that goes on with budgeting and with money management, and I think by having by having an accountability partner, a budgeting buddy, you will be able to bounce those ideas and those um situations that arise with somebody else. So um, I would love to invite you also for I have a free budgeting 101 course that you can watch, and it's going to go through a little bit more in depth on a budgeting, but it's super quick and easy. I believe the whole thing is like nine minutes long. And so that is um, free to you if you uh, head on over to pursecoach.com. You can find the information there or um any of my social media platforms. You can go to the, my link there in the bio and find that. And then I also have paid courses as well that are more in depth. And I just think that you are going to make this happen because I know you are here listening to this podcast and you are going to change your money mindset. Maybe maybe largely have to change it. Maybe just tweak it a little bit. But I know that you are motivated and that you are going to do this. And I'm so proud of you. And I just want you to know that I am here to walk with you on this journey.